Psalm 116, beginning at verse 11. I said in my consternation, everyone is a liar. What shall I return to the Lord for all his bounty to me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his faithful ones. O Lord, I am your servant. I am your servant, the child of your servant serving girl. You have loosed my bonds. I will offer to you a thanksgiving sacrifice and call on the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The actual uh, verses that Richard Johnson purportedly focused on for his message were actually verses 12 and 13 of Psalm 116. What shall I return to the Lord for all his bounty to me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. Fairly talented uh, priest to be able to navigate uh, a whole sermon, um, which I'm sure went for a lot longer than what I'm going to preach uh, this morning. I hope it will <laughs> only be a short sermon. Uh, one of the things that did strike me um, as I was really focusing on those two verses, uh, particularly was, why did it take so long to have a church service? So they landed on the 26th. And then they waited all the way until the third. I'm sure David would be able to crunch the maths and tell me exactly what days uh, they were that they landed and this service was on. But Anglicans have had a pattern of daily prayer for a long time. And I'm sure Richard Johnson had a pattern of daily prayer. And it did strike me as somewhat odd why they wouldn't at the first opportunity have a service to acknowledge God's presence, uh, particularly when uh, you had a, a chaplain on board in terms of Richard Johnson and, uh, and the uh, country was claimed uh, for, for King and God. Um, I do want, wonder why that time took place. Uh, and it, I'm sure there's lots of other reasons, but I di it did make me wonder whether sometimes in our situations for us to be able to get to verse 12, where we name and we acknowledge the bounty that is around us, the blessings that we have experienced, we need a time of reflection and settleness, perspective. Because I'm sure, and by all accounts, it was a horrendous journey. Many people would have lost their lives in that journey. The conditions wouldn't have been very pleasant, uh, particularly for those who were convicts. And I do wonder if sometimes it does take that sense of perspective as to why, why we actually 
take that time to reflect on where we are, who we are, and what we are blessed with. I'm partway through, uh, say reading, but I'm listening to it, um, the book by Eddie Jaku, The Happiest Man on Earth. I'm not sure if anybody else has read that, um, but so far it's spectacular. Um, and you hear about just the atrocities that he had to endure throughout his life. And he, at this point, he's only a very young man uh, in the story that I'm, I'm listening to. But I've heard him interviewed a number of times prior to reading this book, and he just exudes joy. And you get a glimpse as he's writing uh, his narrative and his story that he has had a chance to actually reflect and get a perspective. And when we think about our last 12 months, where we were this time last year and where we are this year, it is easy to wallow in sorrow and self-pity and how hard it has been. But sometimes there is value in having that time to reflect and to acknowledge and to see God's presence in our lives, working in and through us, alongside the grief and the suffering and the pain. And then to be able to say, thank you, God, for the blessings. What shall I do now in response to receiving those blessings? I don't know about you, but I think as you do do that reflection, and I'm sure you've all done it at different parts in your life, and I know everybody's done it at some point uh, in the last uh, nine to 10 months. As you reflect on the blessings and opportunities in times of struggle and hardship, those blessings are heightened. You become more aware of how privileged you are to be in relationship with such a loving God. And so as we reflect on particularly the words of uh, verse 13, I wonder whether we can do so with a sense of perspective. That despite what we have endured, despite having to do things that we have not been comfortable with, suffering, loss, being told what to do when we think we should be able to be adult enough to be able to make decisions for ourselves. A changing world constantly around us. Whether we can be held by the perspective that God has been with us and we have been blessed. Perhaps not in the ways that we want to be blessed, And if perhaps you're feeling at this point that you can't name those blessings, I would challenge you this week to actually take some time to actually reflect and to see God's presence in and around your life. And to get there, you might have to cry out other words of the Psalms. How long, O Lord? Where have you been in the midst of this? But God is faithful and God answers those prayers. And I'm sure God will show you where God has been with you in those times.
My understanding is that most of his text focused on the words of verse 13. I will lift up the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. And it didn't only strike me that it's different for me reflecting on it in 2020 as it would have been in 1788. But in fact, it's very different reflecting on those words in a Christian worldview as opposed to a Jewish worldview because these are the words of the Psalms. This is pre-life, death and resurrection of, of Jesus. So the words of lifting up the cup of salvation mean a lot more to us as a follower of Jesus in light of what's happened with the death and the resurrection of Jesus. And I suspect calling on the name of the Lord does so as well. And I did have to ironically smile saying lifting up the cup of salvation means a lot uh, different uh, this time of year, uh, this year than it did last year because I can lift up a cup in a little while but I can't share it with you. And so that, there's a lot um, there that we could unpack. But I do wonder whether that idea of lifting up a cup of salvation in terms of our understanding of, of Jesus at the Last Supper pointing his disciples to what would come in terms of his painful, horrendous death might encourage us as we think on those words to lift up our own sufferings as an offering. Certainly, Eddie's words in this amazing book are uh, reminded him through his times of suffering that there would be something to look forward to, to always hold on to that sense of hope and to do the difficult thing for the benefit of others. Even though he was coming from a nominal Jewish perspective, his actions have quite a a profound witness to us as Christians that we might, as part of our offering, not only lift up our joys and our, and our celebrations, but also put ourselves in the place of Jesus in our world where people are finding things hard. In the same way that Jesus sacrificed his life for us, in part us lifting up a cup of salvation is for us to look for opportunities to be Jesus in a world that needs somebody to step into the gap. Which is why we need the second part of this verse and call upon the name of the Lord. I think if anything 2020 taught me that Stuart Perry in his own strength can't do everything to get everything done. 2020 taught me to rely more on the Holy Spirit. Not that I ever forgot that and not that I haven't done in the past, but I do think we can do it more. 
because we do live in a culture that tries to convince us that we can do everything through our own self who strengthens us. We are self-contained, self-controlled, self-actualized. But that's never been the story of the people of God. They have always cried out for God to be part of their story. And in Jesus, we have the gift of the Holy Spirit and his life and work also to call upon. And so as we are now well into a new year, as we, God willing, are entering a new season, I do hope that part of our regular prayer life and active discipleship might be the two elements of this verse. That we would lift up a cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. Amen.